0: Up to and including death. You have reached Dr. Patricia Brewer
1: and John Brewer,
0: and we are here to tell you about the good news
1: of Jason Voorhees. Of
0: Jason Voorhees, he's got a cool mask.
1: He will save you,
0: he will save us from living. Yeah, in a way, Any,
1: any future calamity is done.
0: So, we are here in the beautiful Cedar Point Cabins.
1: Yeah, and it, how appropriate we're watching a Jason movie.
0: On our anniversary. Yeah. Which is the 12th, not the 13th.
1: Yeah.
0: But we're watching Friday the 13th nonetheless. We are very full of tasty foods. Um, there are so many mosquitoes. There's a few. But you know what? It's not that bad. They're kind of slow. <laughs> we went on a beautiful hike through the Estevant Pines. Yes. And it's a, it's called a virgin forest. Yeah. And I always had, since I was a little girl, this like kind of emotional attachment to the idea of seeing like a romantic attachment to seeing a virgin forest because the idea of being somewhere that hasn't been like completely cut down and reformed constantly by men is something that I find very cool massive on pines you can see these beautiful amazingly large pines which i mean of course the Forest forestry service does do things there yeah you know so that the the paths and stuff can be maintained and like if the a giant tree is about to fall over they'll cut off the top of it so it doesn't kill anybody um we heard some rustling yeah we heard some rustling we heard some birds Yep. we didn't see any animals in the forest
1: just uh chipmunks
0: we saw chipmunks. we didn't we've seen lots of birds outside the
1: forest. Yeah, the bears up here are pretty timid. They yes. Don't usually come out. We only have black bears. So they're not aggressive bears. So, they're usually pretty scared of people, so they hear noises and run away.
0: Friday the thirteenth, part three. I could tell you where I was when I saw this movie, John. Really? For the first time I know exactly where I was. Okay. It was in our bedroom in Lorium. <laughs> When you and I it was after I moved in. Yep. Um, after my job at Finlandia went to K- kaputsky's and I was homeless.
1: <laughs> you.
0: And you took me in this wayward philosopher. Mm. And uh and we started watching all the Friday the 13th movies and um and ha- A Nightmare on Elm Street movies in order.
1: Yes, in chronological order.
0: In chronological order. Now I think this is the Friday the 13th movie that made me truly understand
1: the genre. Because
0: yeah. we watched the first two.
1: Yeah, they were meant to be something completely different.
0: Yeah, and the second movie is kind of like the same again for the first movie. Um, and, you know, it just wasn't as... I mean, it was. it's good. The second movie is good. But the third one is what really creates the genre. This, it, yeah. You get the mask.
1: And this is where they cement like the over-the-top killer?
0: Yes, because all the other killings... I mean, yeah, the first one we get uh, Kevin Bacon speared through a bed. And the second one has an homage to that. But this one, we get eyeballs popping out of brains. Yeah, this
1: one, it's he's almost becoming supernatural now.
0: Yes, he's not technically supernatural yet. That's going to come later
1: yeah that's like when he's revived by lightning in yes. like part four or five
0: yes but in this one he gets a very cool hat a very cool mask mm-hmm. i think this is the one where we get our street toughs too right
1: i believe so yes
0: um which are which you and i've had some i'm not going to call them arguments about it but it's usually like you and i have had some disagreements of when the street toughs come up and i always said that they came up sooner than part four or five and and I'm going to be vindicated, and I feel great. Sure. Okay, so tell me about this beautiful film.
1: Well, it's from 1982. Okay. Directed by Steve Miner. Okay. It was written by Martin Cotroser and Carol Watson. Ooh. And uh, this was actually the second highest grossing film of 1982 behind Poltergeist. Wow. Yeah, it took in, at the first release in 82, it took in 34 and a half million. Hot.
0: Damn, how did how much did it cost to make?
1: It cost a whopping 2.2 million. Woo! And it was re-released the next year, and that upped the total box office to 36.7. That's not bad. So I made 34 and a half million dollars profit. That's in pretty 1983. good. 1983.
0: That is very good. <laughs>
1: yeah. That is very, very good. Yeah, you can't complain about that. Yeah. Well, you want a little synopsis for it?
0: I would love to. I don't what's happening here?
1: Well this. Well, this is a really short one. This is Jason Voorhees stalks a group of friends who's just arrived to spend the weekend at a cabin near Crystal, near Crystal Lake.
0: I feel like his murder sprees are getting smaller and smaller. Like the first one, it's at a camp.
1: Yeah. Right. But right the, before
0: the kids get there. The second one is just camp counselors. This one meeting each other
1: takes place the day after part two.
0: Yes. So he's on a spree.
1: The timeline to Friday the thirteenth is all over the place. But this is one where they have a cemented kind of date. Like yeah. this is like immediately. Afterwards.
0: This is this is Saturday the fourteenth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was a horrible movie. If you've ever seen that one,
0: there's a movie called Saturday the Fourteenth.
1: Yeah, it's a 1980s kind of like a scary movie type parody film. Of
0: oh, cool.
1: Yeah, it's not good.
0: We got to add that to the garbage list.
1: I could add it to the garbage list. Cause yeah. that's, uh that's where it falls for me.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: But this stars uh, Dana Kimmel and Tracy Savage. Okay. And Richard Brooker plays Jason in this one. We haven't gone on oh. to the great uh, Kane Hodder yet. Okay.
0: Kane Hodder comes up when he gets
1: resurrected, right? I think it's after that even. I think oh, it's like part seven. Oh. I think it might be Jason but takes Manhattan. i are always trying
0: to make stuff part seven. And Part
1: seven's my favorite. <laughs> but I can look up Kane Hodder really quick. I believe he took over in Manhattan I you just, know. I love that version of Jason. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The cane hotter does the best breathing.
1: Oh, and his his stride is like so effortless. Yeah. He's one who really cements in the. Um, you can run as fast as you can, and I will have a slow walk, but I will get in front of yeah.
0: you. Yeah. say okay. Part Seven. Yeah,
1: Part Seven is when he started. He played seven, eight, nine. But and guess seven.
0: what? Part Seven is the New Blood. Part Eight oh, is part Jason eight. takes oh, Manhattan. I got my up. butt.
1: I got it mixed up.
0: Well, Sorry he only has that. four appearances as Jason.
1: Yeah, that was pretty much it. You know. Oh yeah. There's only been the reboot and uh, was Freddy he on Freddy
0: vs Jason?
1: I thought he was. Oh, nope. He got he's on a. Was well, rude. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, he is from Freddy vs Jason.
0: Oh, okay. Is
1: it? I just... don't know why it's not listed on here. Yeah, that's weird. Because it even says he shows up as a cameo in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. On a TV in Freddy vs. Jason.
0: I love the picture they've chosen for Kane Hodder, as like the Wikipedia It's just of him in a random
1: shirt from a Comic Con.
0: Oh, from a Comic Con. Okay.
1: He was also in uh, in Practical Jokers movie. He was. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he okay. Plays let's... Paula Abdul's bodyguard.
0: Yes. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Tell me more about the movie. What do people think about it?
1: People hate it. I love this movie. On IMDb, it has a 5.6. Hey,
0: it's better than Birdemic, man. On Rotten
1: Tomatoes, it has a 7%. That is
0: less than Birdemic. On The Tomato
1: Eater, and a 42% audience score, which is higher than Birdemic.
0: Well, 7%. That is a pretty big disparity between audience score and
1: reviews. Well hate fun they hate friday
0: 13th no i used to hate fun too but tell me about how they hate more of the same from matt bronson fuck you matt yeah <laughs> I'm sorry it's, i've had a few beers i'm already spicy
1: here's from janet maslin for the new york times eventually the novelty wears off and what remains is the now familiar spectacle of nice dumb kids being lopped chopped and perforated
0: so what's wrong with that
1: sounds great
0: Oh, I like this. Shot in such a way to capitalize on the brief fad of Reagan-era 3D movies. There's less memor- memorable POV shots from the killer and more images from the perspective of the victims. Now, and that's a problem.
1: I don't know. I could do without all the, the homages to 3D, like where they're trying to... They're throwing things at the screen a lot. Like, but
0: I don't think it counts as an homage it's not an in 1982. Homage. Were, it's just homage.
1: Yeah, they were just doing <laughs> it. But I That's mean, just what
0: everyone was doing then. Yeah. Now, Bird Dimmick 3 is probably going to, which isn't going to be in 3D, is probably in Hamash.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's some from Sina... Cine- I don't know how to say that, but I'll say his name. Federico Frizan. a horrible part of the franchise, which at this point started showing early signs of death. Okay. Not since Psycho has a movie taken such advantage of the phallic nature of slasher horror. What? That's a negative?
0: Wait, so we're like... So basically... This guy
1: is saying Psycho and Friday the 13th Part, part 3 are, uh, are the same nature of film.
0: Peter Cannavizzi, Ken, Ken who hurt you, man?
1: Groucho reviews. He's not one of the top critics either. Nope. Let me that see. That is pretty There sad. are two critic fresh reviews. Let's see it. Out of 28. Whew. Uh they're not good. Oh, no. One gave it a three out of five. The other one says without the 3D, it's nothing to get excited Mwah.
0: about. Well, but with the 3D, man, raging, exciting. raging directions all around. Because
1: in 1982, the 3D was so wonderful. Oh, man.
0: You can't, it's like this guy did this, like his uh, review of it in 2010. And he was like, man, it wasn't as good as when I was a child. And I saw it in the movies. And it was scary because his eyeball popped oh, out at you. Oh, it's so much better now. Well, um, you know, we're trying to get Steve to move up here. My little brother, my little biggest brother, Steve. And I, I'm worried about things like this might scare him, especially if we get him to come to these cabins and hang out. So tell me about the parents' guide to this.
1: Okay. Well, first, the stuff that would get him excited, the sex nudity. Ew, it's my brother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's found to be mild, so okay. it's Okay. A woman is taking shower and her breasts are visible. Oh my god. A man and a woman undress and climb into a hammock, they start to kiss, but no nudity is shown. Bummer. That's it.
0: I gotta say, if you I mean, I'm not saying that this is this movie, but I can't imagine that sex inside of a hammock could be easy.
1: No. But this must be the, the least boobly Friday thirteenth film. Really?
0: I don't think the other two
1: had that many boobilies, did no? they? Well oh, after I mean they ramp it up big time after this. The cool
0: shirt that I keep making.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is related. There to was the some, one. yeah.
1: There was plenty of boobs in the first yeah. two. If I remember right, violence and gore. This isn't a shocker. It's severe.
0: Oh man, Steve, there, close your ears.
1: There is an incredibly long, li- long list of things. A man is hit in the abdomen with a meat cleaver. Ooh. Man is hit with a scene with his throat badly slashed.
0: Just like in Birdemic.
1: <laughs> a man is thrown into an exposed electrical panel. Ooh. A woman is impaled through her abdomen by a burning hot fireplace poker. Okay,
0: this is just spoilers.
1: <laughs> I am okay. Man,
0: words are hard today. A
1: man's hand is graphically severed with a machete. Excellent. Wonderful. That list goes on and on.
0: Which makes me worry about the machete we have in our living room that's on display as, like, you know, adjacent. We've got an extra adjacent mask, but. Eh.
1: So, profanity, it's mo- moderate because shit is used several times. And milder profanities like "bitch" and "damn" are used a few times. Oh, alcohol, drugs, and smoking is moderate. Of course, there's weed. It's Friday the thirteenth. Oh my 13th. god! Frightening and intense scenes are also severe. The kills are more gruesome than the first two. No, oh, no. A disturbed and deformed killer stalks people in an isolated location.
0: Is it be? What's the worst part of it in their mind? Is it that he's disturbed or deformed?
1: I would think disturbed. Because no one was scared of the movie Mask?
0: Yeah. But I guess if you're like a child watching it, you might be more I afraid of the but I mean I children should be watching it anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so like, don't listen to this podcast, kids. This isn't for you. No. Unless you want to buy merch. And then I'll and then we'll make merch for you kids.
1: This is for adults only. We can say whatever the hell we, we want. We can
0: say whatever the hell we want. But I was thinking if, if kids watch listen to this, we can get those um to so the teens, they like the crop top sweatshirts. Okay. The sweatshirts that give no warmth to the bottom half of your body, but like it's crop top. It's oh.
1: fine. I don't know what you
0: Well, it's Well, so it sounds like this movie has <laughs> interesting types of ratings.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a slasher movie from the yeah.
0: 80s. I'm pretty excited about it. Are you excited about it?
1: Yeah. I love this film.
0: Should we watch it? Yeah. All right. Hey, John. Hi. We changed our microphone because my computer's about to die, but for some reason my computer charger didn't make it up to...
1: For some reason.
0: For some reason it's not here. So, hopefully this works out. So, okay, we got our first two motors. yeah. Kind of. Well, we first of all, we had for the first 10 minutes of the movie was the last 10 minutes of the last movie.
1: That's a great Friday the 13th thing that they do.
0: Yes, which I'm... On
1: part two as well.
0: I'm here for that because it just catches you up. It reminds you. And what did it remind us of?
1: It reminded us of part two. It reminded us of part two,
0: <laughs> that some lady just survived, and, that, and basically we cut to almost immediately a, a battle axe... And her you know, tubby husband. I've and, heard
1: that term in quite a while.
0: I know. Basically, it's a beautiful 20-something woman that they've tried to make look like a middle-aged woman by putting her in curlers and making her act like a jerk. She's doing a great job, by the way. She's, like, yelling at her husband, I told you. Rah,
1: rah, rah. Yeah, she sounds like an annoying wife.
0: Oh, snap.
1: <laughs> I didn't say you were an annoying exactly. wife.
0: Exactly. I'm a perfect wife, Right. Right. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. One year of perfection. So um, basically, <laughs> Doodad, the, so the husband is a grocer. He's got a grocery store. And we get to see him just eating everything he can get his hands on.
1: Uh, his wife won't let him eat.
0: And he, she also won't let him keep rabbits in the produce.
1: Yeah, so he's petting his rabbit. Which
0: makes her the crazy person. Oh, he person. took
1: the rabbit out of the produce. He's like, she's going to get mad
0: here. at you if you're oh, in here. She'll make
1: a coat out of you if you're in here.
0: Yeah, and so he picks up the rabbit. She, he, she finds him eating and says, the doctor told you to lose weight. Now, this dude, they just put a pillow under
1: a shirt. Yeah, I think it was for the special effects because he gets stabbed in that pillow.
0: Yeah, but I mean, they couldn't... Like, the idea of someone being overweight there, the doctor told him he needs to lose weight, but, like, he's like, if anything, the pillow makes him look like seven pounds overweight.
1: Yeah, well, they probably put the pillow on and went, you look chubby with that. Let's yeah. play that into this thing and let's make this woman even more crazy and mean.
0: Yeah, so anyway, uh, he ends up getting a... a Butcher's knife, a Uh, kitchen cleaver, a meat cleaver to the, to the chest. Yep. And she ends up getting a knitting needle through the neck. Yeah. Right through the center tracheotomy, baby. (laughs) Now here's the thing. And I was, I started talking with you about it. I like it when Jason is like, when we have a setting and then he arrives, right? Say for example, um, you accidentally bring him back from the dead. Or say, for example, you decide to go
1: camping with your friends. Well, right now, I mean, this is the day after part two.
0: It's the day after part two. So
1: he has just been through shit. Yes. And he is angry.
0: He's angry, but I like it when he's killing teens. Why? And (laughs) 20-somethings. It's
1: not... I am not ageist, so I'm fine with however (sighs) he does things.
0: I'm just saying that I like it when he kills people... That have something to do with his rationale for killing people.
1: Oh, he's just angry right now, though.
0: Well, yeah, because he killed a bunch of people, and then they tried to fight him they back. Put a machete in his shoulder. Well, he tried to kill them.
1: Oh, I know. I'm not saying that he's in the right. I'm just trying. You to get seem to, an to his be a mind.
0: Jason apologist.
1: Forever will be.
0: Okay. Well, it's all morality plays. <laughs> I think. I think one of my biggest things about any movie involving Jason that I love. Is that, you know, usually someone's gonna survive, it's fine, but it's super campy and funny.
1: Yeah, the right mur- and the murders are always creative and sometimes funny, if you can call it that.
0: And the difference between this and Halloween
1: Halloween is serious. It's
0: so serious, and it's like. You have a guy killing people for fun. I mean, it's like... I mean, I guess that's the thing that makes it horror. Now, we're currently paused because it's a 3D movie. We're paused and there's a baseball bat, like, in our faces! You know, and that's kind of like a lot of this particular movie because it's in 3D. I don't know if they ever did a Halloween 3D. They must have.
1: I don't know.
0: But 3D is such a gimmick.
1: I don't remember. Right?
0: It's like... There's also, I, I, it just reminds me of Back to the Future, when Marty goes into the, it's just Back to the Future 2, when he goes forward in the future, and there's Jaws 3D, but it's like Jaws 14 in 3D. Yeah, I'm Jaws
1: did 3D. I'm yeah. Okay, well, here's, the, 3D. here's the 3D ones. Jaws okay. 3D, Amityville 3D, Parasite, Friday the 13th 3, Pet Cemetery. What? Really? Huh. Creature from... This is right. this right? I don't is think to, so. No, that doesn't seem right.
0: It doesn't seem right, John B. Anyway. Oh, jeez. You
1: do it every time.
0: Every time I have to take my drugs when we do this podcast. Well, I don't think that you have a really good uh, history. It may, might not be that time. That was
1: just something that curated from Google.
0: I mean, they've but, had 3D for a long time.
1: Yeah. The notable 3D horror movies that I found from the Dogs of Hell... Friday 13th, Part 3, Parasite, Amityville 3D, Jaws 3D, Silent Madness, and Tales of the Third Dimension. Ooh. Sounds like fun. And then there was a final, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, The Creeps, and Camp Blood from the 90s. Ooh, Camp Blood. Nice. So.
0: Okay, so anyway, 3D is a gimmick. It's like they do it, it's, but it's also, it seems like it's a lot of, it's there to do jump scares, yeah, and it's also there to be whoa, whoa.
1: Yeah, it, it's and I remember watching these in three D. Oh yeah, like the first round with the blue and red glasses. Yeah, they look like garbage. They yeah, never looked like 3D. they look like three D. They look like.
0: When uh, I was a kid, I had glasses. I I got LASIK as an adult, and so watching three D movies was always so painful in a way because you've got three D over your glasses. And fellow glasses wearers, you know my. You know my pain. Yeah. The only
1: one I really enjoyed was the first Avengers in 3D at that the movies. That was in 3D? Yes. And it looked really Is good. Is it
0: because you saw Captain America's ass in 3D?
1: Captain America? Oh, I thought you were, for sure you were going to say Black Widow.
0: No. I liked watching Captain America. Okay, let me rephrase this because you're my husband and I love you. It wasn't that I liked watching his ass, it was that I liked that they gave almost equal screen time to his ass as they do to Black Widow's ass. Because you know that they're gonna do it. This was back when we all thought that Joss Whedon was such a great feminist. Um, but like in it, like he sexually objectifies Captain America in the same way, he has to sexually objectify Black Widow because that's in all the Black Widow things. You have to put her in the jumpsuit and do, like, the poses.
1: Yeah, so with her butt
0: sticking out. With her butt sticking out stupidly. Looking backwards, yeah. So, like, literally the first time you see Captain America, it looks at his ass and, and pans up just like they do with, like, all the ladies and shit. So that's the one that, like, that's why that's why I bring it up. It's not because of, you know, Chris Evans' ass.
1: Yep. Okay,
0: I, I'm digging that hole pretty good, aren't I? Yep,
1: you're digging it. I just had a whole a explanation.
0: Hole. Should we watch this show maybe, watch the movie? Yes. Okay, let's do that, and I'll, I'll try to get out of this hole. Okay. Yeah. Jason kills people.
1: He does. He does it well.
0: But the fucking Joker in this movie is such a douche. Yes. So basically, we, we, we get what I wanted, which is a bunch of teens that are
1: gonna get slaughtered. Yep, in one locale.
0: In one locale, they're collecting each other up, uh, and they've, uh, they've, they're picking up one lady whose uh, Spanish-speaking mother does not want her daughter to go on this trip.
1: Cause she's gonna get killed. Cause she's gonna get
0: killed, and she's being set up with another person on the trip, and they're setting up this smoking hot lady with a dick. A dick who was, like, a joker, and he's ugly, and he's a jerk, and he's like, it's not my fault that my joke upset people.
1: And the one guy's like, he just doesn't know any better. He
0: doesn't know any better, so you should just, like, you know, women need to relax and chill. He doesn't know any better, so everyone gets to feel uncomfortable by this piece of shit because we don't want him to feel bad by us being uncomfortable with his bullshit.
1: But he is a man after
0: all. He is a man, and we have to care about his feelings, <laughs> which is absolute horse hockey.
1: Wow, reverting to MASH watching time.
0: Horse hockey. So basically we have a, our ingenue in this one. It's her family's farm and that, that she's invited all of her friends to, and she's got a, a local guy that's her summer lover.
1: Mm.
0: And they haven't seen each other in a year or two, and uh and a year
1: because he says you've gained weight since last year
0: yeah, she's gained weight since but she hasn't been to the house in two years. That's correct. so we saw her a year ago. she hasn't been to the house in two years, um, and uh he definitely wants to bone her. It's not entirely clear that they have boned yeah it's but pretty clear. he definitely it you think it's clear that he, they have I think so. Okay, but he definitely expects it.
1: He jumped right into, like, just sucking her face off.
0: Yeah, sucking her face off and telling her he wants it. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I just got to get relaxed. I got to get, you know, she doesn't want to do it right away. Yeah. So it sounds like maybe they boned once three years ago (laughs) and he expects it. But she's into him, but she also is into what he can do for her, which is getting luggage out of the car and helping to move hay bales. Yeah. And there's been so much more plot development and character development in the first 23 minutes of this movie than in an hour and 43 minutes of Bird Timic.
1: Yes. (laughs) For sure.
0: And yet this one has like 7%. It's not fair.
1: Yeah, it's it's (sighs) just the way it is.
0: People are haters.
1: Yep, haters gonna hate.
0: So the barn has some strangers going in there. There's been some motion, some movement. We don't know what's going on. It's almost like there's a whole separate group of people that have come or, into this barn.
1: Or maybe a oh, random serial killer? Or
0: maybe a random serial killer? Should we go? Yeah. Hi, John. Hello. So the D-bag is, gets the lady that, um. well, he... Basically, the lady that's supposed to be like going out with him on this that they're trying to set him up with allows him to come with her to the store, even though he's a piece of shit she doesn't like because she feels bad for him.
1: Yeah, we just know any. It's better. so
0: hard for him because he just doesn't know any better. He's
1: uh, he's an idiot.
0: He's a jerk, idiot, and it's not his fault that society doesn't know yeah. that it's not his fault. Um, And so they go to the store and we get a great little bit of racism from the clerk who says to the woman who, who's a Spanish speaking mother. So Latina of some kind, um, we don't take no food stamps. Yeah. So, and the, and so the, you know, creepy dude has to give her his wallet, which is then taken by some motorcycle gang toughs who start a fight for no reason in the store. And then they start a fight outside the store involving... Well, there's a
1: reason for that.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, the guys come out, he comes out and is creepy outside, and then they accidentally back into... Their motorcycles. The motorcycles. And the creepy dude is the one driving. Also, creepy dude, not helpful at all in the store. He offered to buy these guys drinks yep Which might not be that a bad idea, but instead it was just a whole mess and so and so they hit the motorcycle, he tries to drive off and instead of being able to drive off, he like comes back around and like but he stops. Did that on
1: purpose.
0: Well no, he stops at, in front of the bicycle tough.
1: Oh yeah, because he was standing right in front of him. But
0: the he could have swerved around the dude. He didn't have to stop and he lets the bicycle stop tough break the windshield and then he drives around and runs over the motorcycle. Yep. And so now the bicycle tufts are siphoning gas from the van, which is the only escape that all these idiots have from their doom.
1: Yeah, well it's nice that it's it's a good plot point. Yeah. Make it harder for them to escape.
0: Yes, game. and you've got and, and so the girl tough here is trying to tell the other guy toughs that maybe we shouldn't be doing this, but they're like, "Nah, we got to get even, man." Yeah. She's like, "Are you sure this is a good idea, guys?" It's not a good idea. Oh, it's a
1: great idea. They're
0: gonna all end up dead.
1: Yes, that's well, a good I, idea. I
0: guess it's hard to imagine that today was also the day that a serial killer would be. Yeah. Be at honest. the farm. What are the odds? Yeah, do you think? Do you see like the the little sprinklings of Jason takes Manhattan here? Oh, of These course. These are like the city tufts that he's killed later. Yep. Like punches the head off of. <laughs> That's one of
1: my favorites.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go. Hey, John. Hey, Josh. Uh, Jason is like three for three.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty nice take out there.
0: So the city toughs have come to the farm to siphon gas to burn down the barn. Yep. The female tough, who was the one that started the whole thing, by the way, like if she hadn't been such a jerk in the store... Um, it would be fine. The female tough was not into it. She didn't like the idea of it, but she goes into the barn because they send her in the barn because that's the plan. And she's just having a great time in the barn. She's like looking at saddlebags and old canteens. And you know, she's thinking about like every Western she's ever seen. Great time. Here's some skerfuffle up at the top of the barn. So what does she do like everyone else? Because there's like hay coming down from yeah, the top. But she
1: yells, who's up there?
0: Who's up there?
1: Oh, and then She's supposed to be in there at oh. all.
0: And then she goes up there. Yeah. And so then the other tough, the second tough, comes up with the, with a can of gas to to meet her. And she's like flinging around at the top of the barn being silly. And he's like, no, the, the third tough is going to be mad. If he sees you doing this. So I think her name is Foxy or something. Yep, it's, Foxy. Uh, it's Foxy. Of course it is. Anyway, so Foxy, you know, disappears. Second, tough number two comes in after her. And, to, and guess what happened?
1: Uh, she was murdered.
0: With a pitchfork through the neck against yeah. the wall, like really high up in the air.
1: Yeah, she was hanging pretty high.
0: She was hanging pretty high. Great boots. And then he got a tough number two. Got a pitchfork through the tum-tum.
1: <laughs> the tum-tum.
0: The tum-tum. Yeah. Tough number three comes in to check on them all because none of them were opening the freaking door. And he has to open the door himself Yeah, with his two cans of gas because it makes three cans of gas that they've siphoned from this van. Which you say is probably about 15 gallons? It's
1: look like five gallons.
0: In Birdemic times. times, that would have been a lot of money. Yeah.
1: That would have been a lot.
0: I know, right? But in this is regular times. So it was probably like 18 cents, right? In um, 83. In, it was, in
1: 83. probably
0: like under 50 cents. Under 50 cents, yeah. I remember when it was like 75 cents a gallon at the yeah. QT. Anyway. So, uh, tough number three gets in there. His little friend gets dropped on top of him. Tough number two gets dropped on top of him. He's not happy about it. And so, because, you know, his tufts have been killed.
1: Yeah. Good friend. What is he
0: supposed to do? Start over?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, he's Get a job in
0: a mill or something. He's not very no, he's got to continue being a tough. So he grabs a machete that's just out. Yep. And he's going to go fight the corner of the wall where nothing is. Well, he
1: saw Jason drop down.
0: Yeah, so so he fights the corner of the the wall. Wrong corner, though, because Jason's on the other side. And then beats him to death with a... It's
1: it's hard to see what It
0: looked like a blunt hatchet somehow. It
1: was small.
0: Like a mallet?
1: Could have been. been I'm pretty
0: sure he's not going to make it. So all of these horny teens are having the grandest time of their lives right now. Not knowing that there's three dead tufts in their in their barn.
1: Yeah, but you know, they wouldn't care, really.
0: No, it's just like you have two. Can you imagine what that's like coming back home from work? It's a lot like the birds when, like, dude comes back from working in the barn and comes inside and finds birds, and they're out of nowhere. Yeah. Like two lovebirds in a cage, and instead they find three dead tufts in a barn. Yeah. All right, should we continue watching? Let's keep going. Okay. We're an hour in. Yes. Douchebag, I don't know he's dead yet.
1: Oh, he's dead. Jason has his mask and his harpoon but gun. But
0: he put the mask and harpoon gun down, down, didn't he?
1: I don't think they showed that. Maybe
0: th- maybe he they killed Douchebag out. off camera, but now Jason has
1: a mask and a harpoon gun. Yes, my two favorite things for him to have.
0: I just want him to be Kane Hoddered so much because this one is just kind of like... Yeah,
1: he's super casual.
0: Mm-hmm. He's like Kaz, Jason.
1: yeah.
0: We have to have four more Jasons before we can have the Jason.
1: Yeah, because I think they had a different Jason every time after this. Oh, yeah. I'm not 100% positive on that. But.
0: Well, what I am 100% positive is, is I'm really glad that the douchebag is probably dead.
1: Yeah, he's, he's
0: the worst. Uh So, like, this is exactly what rape culture is, is this fucking guy jumps out of the water while a chick is just hanging out by herself, looking at the water, having a good time. Almost pulls her in, scares the shit out of her. But then afterwards, he's like, I just want you to like me. As <laughs> if it's wearing,
1: a... He's wearing a hockey mask and holding a gun.
0: But, and, and it's it's her problem that she's upset and feels unsafe around him. This,
1: this reminds me of how you feel it's about... It's her fault. What's-his-face from It. Which one? Or not It, the stand.
0: Oh my God! Howard, is that the same? Yeah, except Howard, we had to have for like fucking ever. <laughs> Fuck that guy! What a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is. I'm hoping he's dead. I hope we don't have any more of this guy. But it is again. It's that idea that a guy is a piece of shit to you, but you, as a woman, are supposed to be more responsible and feel bad for him. Because he's being a piece of shit and well, alienating he people, he doesn't know any better. So he we should wants be nice to, him. to like him. Oh, we should all be nice to the creepy pervert that's definitely going to be a rapist. He
1: just wants people to like him. That's why him. we
0: need Jason to kill. Of course, Jason kills the nice ladies too. But still, maybe Jason is the ultimate antidote to rape culture.
1: Yes, you're not even allowed to have sex. There's things.
0: no sex. You cannot have un- un- unconsensual anything because he consents to killing you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, should we keep going? Yes. You used to tell me that Jason has rules and doesn't kill kids.
1: He does not kill
0: kids. He just killed a pregnant woman. So are you saying that fetuses are not kids?
1: No, they're, you just said it was a fetus. Ha <laughs> ha, you're right. We're, yeah, we're, we don't have proof that she's pregnant. <laughs> She said she was pregnant. She was just doing that to get out of smoking weed. No. She
0: literally said multiple times she was pregnant. Yeah, that's true. But wait, she was just saying she wanted a beer. Yeah. She
1: was just trying to get out of smoking weed. Oh. She wasn't really pregnant. Oh.
0: Can't you just say, no, thank you, I don't want to smoke any weed? This is the 80s. Anyway, so I don't think we mentioned that um, the woman that was actually being nice to the piece of shit did get harpooned in the eyeball. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, the fellow that was dating the non-pregnant lady was a, good at juggling, walking on his hands, and being cut in half and Crouch put into first. the rafters yeah. by Jason.
1: Folded up above the mattress.
0: Folded oh, it up contact. above the
1: mattress.
0: Oh, it's so good, John V. It's so good. It's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. You know, when I first saw this movie, it was before I was, like, really understanding what this was all about. And I was really kind of rooting for the main couple because it's like, oh, come on, I hope they make it, you know? It's also because I was newly in love with you. And so I just hope the couple makes it. Um, And I just didn't understand. That's not what this is about. It's not. It's not. And so we're about to to find out what it's about. We're pretty advanced in the film because pretty much everyone... Well, the hippies, there's two... 30-year-old hippies uh, with these teens it's unclear their relationship Never they've
1: quite explained it
0: they've anything. been super high the whole time and they have not been killed yet so we've got the hippies left and then the main couple one of the we the, one which we found out that the woman has not been back into the woods because she was attacked by Jason yeah Though she's too stupid to have looked into it or to so call the cops, an odd
1: story she had though. Yeah. Where she was attacked by Jason, drugged through the woods, and then woke up in her own bed after she had run away from home.
0: And her parents had never said that, uh, never said anything about that night. Yeah. Kind of uh, weird. Odd story. Odd story. Let's go. So, John. Yes? We've had three murders. Yep. And you know what happened? What? We got to see... I think his name is Shelly. His name is
1: Shelly. Fucking Shelly. No one believes him this time that he's dying.
0: No, he's got his neck cut open. And she's like, very funny. It's the stoner woman. Because the stoner man has gone to check on... He was making popcorn. And catching popcorn with his mouth. In 3D! In 3D, and then had to go down and check on the electrical barefoot in the watery basement.
1: Yep. And
0: it's pretty great, and you actually had some commentary about this.
1: About which part?
0: Your personal experience trying to Uh, be Jason. In
1: the Friday the 13th game. Yeah. On the PS4.
0: How long have you been on that one level? I
1: don't know. I've tried it a few times and god damn it, I'm too obvious. I it's been
0: more than it's been more than a few times. Yeah,
1: it's been a bunch of times.
0: It's been a whole bunch of times. You can't make it past that first one. Yeah,
1: it's I don't know why. I'm just not very stealthy.
0: And then you as you said, you get distracted by trying to catch other people, and then you catch end up catching no one. And that's the difference between you and Jason. Jason is focused.
1: Yeah, I'm not very focused. He
0: slit that kid's throat ages ago. Which is a great distraction. He probably even plucked him and put him there. Follows the hippie into when he's alone in this little basement area where the electrical boxes are, which is just fantastic, and kills him by pushing him into electrical boxes.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful.
0: Goes back in the house, gets a poker out of the fire. That Shelly
1: left in the fire.
0: That Shelly left in the fire. Mean piece of shit. (laughs) Meanwhile, the hippie chick figures out that Shelly's actually dead runs upstairs, finds the dead people there, runs downstairs. Is about to run out the door, but the door opens cuz it's windy, so she gets scared and turns around and gets, you know, reamed through with a poker. Yep. So now we've got our final couple who's been walking in the woods this whole time because they drove out to the middle of the woods to talk in his VW and he left the lights on and the battery died. Yep. So they're walking in the woods.
1: They are. Then they're going to meet somebody. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: They're going to meet somebody. No, they're not going to. Roll. Oh, oh, oh. I see what you mean. They'll meet Jason soon. I'm... They're going to meet as an I <laughs> I wasn't going that way. Before. Oh, stop. <laughs> nice
1: pun.
0: I'm so smart. All right, let's go. <laughs> we just saw the scene that told me what this show is all about, what the series is all about. Um, Rick, the boyfriend who's just trying to get her to put out all night, um, just got his head squeezed uh, by Jason, and his eyeball popped out. We got a 3D eyeball up in here. Yep. It was pretty amazing. It is. It's so good, John. It is. And when that happened, that's when I was like, I get it now. I totally get it now. Um, And the main lady is currently looking for the... Anybody. And she's going to find them.
1: All right. Because the water's still running in the shower.
0: The water's still running in the shower. And, you know, what's happening? Are they just making out in the shower? Let's just watch this together, John. Let's see what happens. What's going on? She's walking towards the shower curtain. Is is everything okay?
1: Everything's fine.
0: Oh, no. The shower is just on. I guess there's not a bunch of bloody body parts in there because... Oh, wait, no, it's Bloody Clothing. Yeah. Okay, excellent. All right, let's keep going. Well, John, that was a fantastic ending, don't you think, honey? Yeah, he
1: was. It was so reminiscent of oh, part one. Oh, yeah, big boy. Okay, why are you doing that? I don't know.
0: Okay, sorry, go ahead. It was reminiscent.
1: Of part one. Yeah, But it's Jason pulling her into the lake, supposedly. It's Mm -hmm. his mom. It's great. Who got her head and her sweater back.
0: So Final Girl was able to... Okay, so lots of stuff happened. She ends up in the barn. Everyone is dead. She's been... in the last, like, 20 minutes of the movie is her running, which is great Final Girl stuff. And uh, and she's running around the barn... (laughs) Jason's been chasing after her. She's freaking out. She finally realizes a lot of people are dead, but she's only seen two bodies so far. She's seen one of the toughs. Yeah. And she's seen her boyfriend, who, uh, who gets thrown through the window, his head crushed. Pretty fantastic.
1: Am I right? It was wonderful.
0: It was lovely. And so she goes into the barn where there's no bodies dead. She's running around trying to, trying to find things. She's hiding in places. She's not hiding in places. And one of the street toughs shows up.
1: Yeah. He was still alive. Still beaten. alive. He was beaten badly, but it was just a flesh wound.
0: It was just a flesh wound, but then he gets his arm cut off and then gets axed to death. Yep. Where she takes the chance to grab the ax, hits him right in the face mask. Yeah. And then he falls down and dies. He almost gets her, though.
1: He but falls he, down.
0: She does also and realizes it was the same guy. Attacked her in the woods, but we don't have any clear understanding of like. I
1: don't think that's ever brought up again as to why she has. The
0: thing is, like, she ran away from home in these woods two years ago, fell asleep by a tree, and then he woke her up and she ran away and and stuff like that. And he grabbed Mm -hmm. her and she almost died. So basically, she had a dream of him, maybe or not. Maybe. Maybe it was all a dream. Maybe it was all a dream. But what we do know is that after the whole thing with jason she goes to the lake to and and she does a lot of the same things the previous one does like puts water on her face and gets into the canoe and goes to sleep and in her case she wakes up and she is like frightened of butterflies practically you know she's screaming at everything um sees him in the window of the house of the upper story with blood coming off of his face without the mask Freaks out, he breaks the window, he bursts out of the house.
1: Yeah, amazing job busting through the door.
0: Oh, it's so good. He's like, bah! and then uh, she looks up, she's freaking out. She looks up, the window's fine, the door's fine. He's yeah. not there because he's dead.
1: Yep. Or he's still laying he? in the barn.
0: He's still laying in the barn. And so she's like, almost safe. Is she safe? Mama comes out of the water, like you said. Yeah. Looking pretty grody. Then the
1: cops get her. She's dry.
0: Yeah, we, you know, we just cut to the cops saying, like, oh, there's only one lady yet left, and she's gone nuts. Yep. And they're and the cops are like, Yep, that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's been through a lot, which and I she, think is true.
1: She plays crazy really well. She's the cop jumping
0: card. at everything. She's freaking out. The cops are like, looming over her, pushing her down. Putting her in a confined space, which is yep. not surprising that she's freaking the fr- the yeah. frack out. Good movie. Of course. I don't understand why it has a seven. I don't either. It's interesting because there's like some races and stuff. Well. Because of like the woman being like, oh, oh do you yeah. have welfare checks? But then it's like, it's... There's the racism within the racism. But
1: Friday, Friday the 13th has always been pretty inclusive.
0: Yeah, like the last one had a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah,
1: and a black dude, and there's some yeah. like gay people in these. and
0: Yeah. Now, this one didn't really have any gay people. It did have some hippies. Well,
1: have black and people and a black woman.
0: Yeah. And it had a Latina woman as one of the main characters. Yeah. Who was not a slut. Nope. She was a... she, And by that, I mean in the stereotype slut of like, you know, there's the ones that have sex and the ones that don't. She's just a nice girl that's nice to this poor boy that's just con- doesn't know how to tell people that he likes them.
1: She doesn't but know except how to ask people for their food or their burgers. It's
0: not... <laughs> mine? I want that. So many I think you should leave references. Okay, what are we watching? Oh, wait, what's your um, Brewers Bruce, for today?
1: Oh, I was drinking... Oh, a couple different of, what is it? New Holland.
0: New Holland? Yeah. Yeah.
1: From their their variety pack. Yeah. That's right. It took me a while to remember which one I was drinking today. Was it New Glarus? But you had New Glarus. I had New Holland.
0: Yes. I had New Glarus. um, My favorite.
1: Spotted cow. Spotted
0: cow. I'm so tired. We've been eating so much food. We ate at two fancy restaurants today. Just too many. Yes. And so, and we both have heartburn.
1: <laughs> Quite full.
0: And both had like we both basically had a beer. Um, okay. And so, what's your grossest corner?
1: The guy getting his head squeezed with the eyeball popping out. <sighs>
0: it's so good. Yep. Yeah. I I mean I guess it's like I'm not you know what I think it's the oh. guy lying in the road that jumps up and pushes an eyeball at them. And the eyeball's all grody and stuff? I thought you were to
1: say the guy who got folded up in half above the hammock. No, that was great. That was pretty gross. That
0: right? was pretty good. I, I love that his organs, his like <laughs> gut organs were coming out. That was fantastic. Okay, so we have a randomizer picker.
1: Yes, because for... we're doing a Stephen King all right. film adaptation. Possibly short miniseries as well.
0: All right, so you get to press it because I pressed it last time. Okay. Press the button. No, There's Stephen so many... King.
1: Sometimes they come back. Ooh. I'm going to see if I can find a trailer for sometimes that.
0: Sometimes they come back.
1: That's one I don't remember well. Is that a short story? I believe so.
0: Because I don't think that there's like enough- a... And
1: there's a sequel.
0: There's a squeakquel.
1: There's two of them. There's sometimes they come back again, and sometimes they come back for more. Excellent. And there's a TV film. Okay.
0: Whew. I guess we start with whatever came first.
1: The first one. Okay, I'm going to see if I can find... The trailer.
0: Oh my gosh, Sean.
1: This is so silly. And then nineteen
0: ninety one, is that right?
1: Um yes, because right. again is ninety-six and for more is ninety-eight.
0: Fantastic. Let's watch that trailer there, bud. Is it All gonna or right. we're just gonna watch it on your phone?
1: No, I'm gonna I'm to try to uh, We've got to this this
0: fancy TV at the cabin we're staying in. And sometimes this, like, casting works, and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, it's working. It's working. You're so good at this, John. Sometimes. You're so technologically advanced. Sometimes. Kids like to come up to me, and they're like, Trish, how do I get... The TV's not working. And I'm like, well, I guess you're reading books until your dad wakes up. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'm not even going to try... I, I abdicated responsibility for electronics when I married you.
1: Oh, it's from Gino De Stephen oh. King's.
0: The modern master of He's the modern master of terror, Jombie. Of course he is. Oh no, dead kids. Oh no, they're getting hit by trains. This used to be a nice little town, guys.
1: Yeah.
0: Creepy kids? There's, there's a terrifying secret. He's
1: come back with his family.
0: Oh, yeah. This one is where he's, like, a teacher and then, like, his uh, students keep dying and then coming back. Yeah. And they're, like, secretly people from his youth. Oh, shit. My nail fell off. Oh! Someone seems like they're in trouble. they
1: probably after, so much drama i think you're gonna like this
0: yeah because all dead kids
1: spooky children
0: spooky children are great hey that kid's been a bunch of stuff yeah this i I, this is making for great podcasting because we're just kind (laughs) of watching this trying to understand because i know we both have read the stories that it's based off of yeah but I've read a lot of Stephen King in a short amount of time.
1: Tim Matheson, Ooh, Brooke Adams. Heck yeah. Robert Rustler.
0: Robert Rustler. William Sanderson. Oh,
1: he's great. These names sound vaguely familiar. Cause they're
0: in like every one of these movies. <laughs> Sometimes they come back. He's been waiting. He's been waiting. These bad boys. Tell me they're bad boys.
1: They look like bad boys. They have, like, 50s greaser hair. Exactly. That means they're bad boys. Well, that
0: sounds like fun. Well, we know what we're going to watch. We're going to watch Sometimes They Come Back. Don't know how we're going to watch it. We'll We'll figure figure it out. out. (laughs) There's just two things left to do. Uh, Stay scared. And stay married. Goodbye. Intro and outro of our podcast is Fire and Ice Rock Mix by Stefan Kartenberg. Copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license. Thank you, Stefan.